The big issue on Sokaladula Radio. A very good afternoon in Cape Town today and welcome to this special edition of The Big Issue on Sokala Duma Radio. I am Shane Matsoyane and behind the nuts and balls of the show is Simon Streller producing the show. It's a Wednesday and the whole of South Africa is celebrating Workers' Day and in today's episode we'll be having a chat with Dean Furman who is telling us about the working conditions in the PSL on a player's perspective. We also have Orlando Paris Media Officer Tandi Merafe who is also telling us more about being one of the few women in this male-dominated industry. And lastly, we have a chat with Coach Owen Dagama of Highlands Park. Enjoy the episode. Sokala Duma Radio. And now, ladies and gentlemen, we welcome a man who's been in Europe, back in here in SA, played most of his football in England for clubs like Doncaster Rovers, Oldham Athletic, and that is Supersport United's Dean Furman. Dean, welcome to the big issue on Sakala Duma Radio. How are you feeling? I'm very well, thank you. How are you? I'm very well, Dean, man. Uh, Dean, look, you played most of your football in Europe, came back and still continue to make a name for yourself with Supersport United and Wafana Wafana. How would you describe your stay in Europe as compared to here in SA? Uh, yeah, well, my stay in Europe, I moved to Europe when I, was, I moved to England when I was very young. I moved there when I was five. Sure. Um, so I grew up there in the academy playing for Chelsea. So my game is, is really uh, brought up in the English academy um, and it's obviously based on on, on kind of an English... Uh, British uh, upbringing, so it was uh, it was there where I really honed my skills, and, and obviously uh, once you move down the league into the Championship and, and to League One, it's also a different, it's a more physical game. So certainly that side of my game is, is born out of playing in, in the lower leagues in, in England, um, and, and that's definitely where the physical nature of, of my game comes from. It's uh, maybe a bit different to, to how some of the, the guys play over here. Um, and that's something that I've experienced. It's definitely that there's definitely a difference in physicality in the leagues, but certainly this league here has has many strengths, such as the skill and speed of players, which um, always makes it exciting and, and interesting to play in. Sure, sure, yeah. Dean, you 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 played for teams that never really made it far in continental football there in Europe, uh, with all due respect. But that has changed when you came to South Africa and began playing continental football championship with Matatanza. How would you describe the environment of uh, CAF football and playing here locally in the PSL? Yeah, uh, first of all, playing locally is, is fantastic. It's such a great product, the PSL. Obviously, we see it on the TV. Uh, all the fans love it. It's great. I think this season, there, there's certainly been an increase in the number of fans who are coming to watch the games in the stadium. And the games are, are always exciting. You see some amazing goals, uh, and bobos, um, and it's always exciting. Bobos for me, I might add. But playing, playing on, on the continent is, is an experience. It's tough. You've got to be hard because... Uh, there's a lot of obstacles, there's a lot of hurdles, things go against you, decisions go against you, uh, flights are difficult, travel's difficult. So you really have to be tough and, and strong-minded because everything wants to work against you. And then you've got a game to play at the end of it. And if you're weak mentally, you're going to suffer. So I think one of the one of the greatest things about our super sport team on the run we had to the final was just how strong we were mentally. And, and we never let any of the difficulties um, hinder our progress and, and I was very proud to be a part of that team that got so far a goal away from, from really being something very special so uh, it was an incredible experience and, and one that I'll always remember yeah yeah 
What about the standard of the league though, um, Dean? Um, would you recommend the league to other players currently playing in Europe uh, that they come compete in the PSL? I would. Well, first of all, I'd recommend the country. Um, the country, the people. Uh, it's an absolutely beautiful place. There's so much to see, there's so much to do. The sun's shining 90% of the year. Um, so that's why I would always recommend the country. Uh, and the league, I think it's, it's a great product. I mean, we look at this year... Um, in, in a way, it's similar to the Barclays Premier League in that there are two teams who are who are neck and neck with two games to go. Um, and that's not too dissimilar to what we're seeing with, between Manchester City and Liverpool. Uh, down the other end of the table, we're also seeing teams all fighting for relegation. So the competitive nature of the league makes it very exciting. And uh, certainly when my friends speak to me back home, I always recommend uh, the league here. And uh, it would be nice to see a few more foreigners come and embrace the South African football and culture. Sure, yeah. Now, Dean, before I let you go, one more last question. Um, Dean, in England, there is this thing they call the zonal broadcast blackout. I mean, where if maybe Super Sport United is playing Sundowns, for instance, in Pretoria, where the people in the surrounding areas will be blackout, then the only people in Cape Town, Deben, will be able to watch the game. How would you recommend that maybe in Cape Town? Do you, I mean, in, in the South African Premier Soccer League, would you say maybe it will help the PSL? I mean, the the the, the attendance, uh, the numbers going into the stadium. So uh, this is the first time I've, I've heard of, of what you're telling me. Mm. Um, but um, for me, having people in the stadium is fantastic. Um, only a couple of times have I seen Lucas Mariki full. Uh, certainly, sometimes when they're in there, um, when they've been doing. The thing in, in the Champions League and us maybe when we played Chiefs earlier this season and yeah, a fantastic stadium when it's full. Um, so it would be fantastic for more people to be in the ground, to come and support us, to have a great vibe and, and to really get a great after, afternoon or evening because that's, that's what football should be about with family and friends. So it's, it's something that, that I would encourage more people coming to the ground and, and for us as players, we've got to make sure that we get in with their entertain and we put on a good show. So I think it works both ways and I've definitely seen an improvement in uh, the attendances this year and hopefully that continues to rise for the next season. Yeah, sure. Dean, I think I will have to let you go, my brother. I thank you so much for your time and uh, hopefully uh, next time uh, we'll be talking to you about next season. Uh, but yeah, for this now, thank you so much sir, for your time. Okay, thank you very much. Take care. Good morning, Mzanzi. Exit day is getting closer. Caller, what's your Exit shout out? My extra shout-out goes to all my girls from Emma Kaya, Emma Gassi, and Shiva City. Ooh. It's time, girls. <laughs> Naranjani, next caller. It's time to vote, South Africa. 8 May 2019 is Exe Day. Voting stations open from 7 a.m. to 9 p.m. To vote, bring your smart ID, green barcoded ID, or valid temporary ID, and make sure that the IC has your address. Go and make your Exe heard by voting on the 8th of May 2019. Dial 0800-11-8000 or visit elections.org.za. Your ex is your say. On the line, we have Orlando Paris Media Officer Utandi Mirafe. Sister Tandi, welcome to the big issue on Sokala Duma Radio. How are you? Yeah, I said, uh, I'm good uh, and um, uh, good day to you as well as the listeners of Sokala Duma Radio and thank you for affording me this opportunity on your platform. Sister Andy, you are someone who's worked on both local and international media front uh, for a uh, close to, if more than, not more than a decade now. How would you describe the working conditions here locally and when you were at FIFA? 
The working conditions locally are very good, mainly because of the PSL compliance manual. Mm-hmm. I recall in 2008, we went to um, to the Euros. I was part of a, a PSL expedition uh, where we went there to just analyze how things are being done at the international stage, at the world stage. And that was a, a very educational uh, um, um, expedition for us. Uh, I think when we came back, the recommendations were made part of what is now known as the PSL compliance manual. Having uh, traveled with uh, Orlando Pirates through CAF Champions League mm. and uh, CAF Confederation Cup, also having worked for a local organizing committee in the 2009 Confed Cup, just working at the 2010 World Cup and working for FIFA in two World Cups since the 2010 World Cup, I've had to I've had a better understanding of uh, 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 footballing standards based on the experience I have. I would confidently say that South Africa is one of the uh, leading countries in the continent, and we are right up there. We are amongst the top ten leagues in uh, in world football. Yeah, I understand it. Uh, because uh, as you are uh, continue talking, uh, I, I could pick up something uh, when we're talking. You spoke about um, being part of Orlando Paris during their run in the CAF Champions League in 2013 and their CAF Confed Cup in 2015. What are the challenges, though, that you faced, Sustandi, uh, working for a huge brand like Orlando Pirates and a huge federation uh, like FIFA? Um, there, there isn't a lot of challenges in terms of um, um, access uh, to to the stadium and just uh, getting your job done because I think uh, they come, uh, uh, people understand uh, the compliance manual that we work with here in South Africa, but also... Um, uh, from from a, a FIFA and 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 CAF perspective, um, uh, the you know there are regulations that that uh, people work with, and I think those are universal. It's understood that everyone should be fully accredited to have access, mm-hmm. and 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 I think that that uh, yeah that that's part of the compli- compliance, and and also there should be security. There should you know should be a well secured event, uh, and basically all of the logistics that are required. Are in place, and there's a there's a clear um, understanding uh, of that uh, from uh, from everyone who's involved in football. So I cannot say that uh, it's been extremely challenging. Uh, you know, yes, uh, you may encounter a metro too where it's difficult to get access uh, because people still need to under uh, get used to the idea of a female working in a in a in a male dominated environment yeah. uh, but that's that's like um you know an isolated incident the main thing that i've i've picked up from my experience is that if you know what you're doing if you understand the rules um and and there will be that respect that mutual yeah. respect regardless of the gender so gender is not is not an issue um it's just understanding um the rules and being uh and being qualified to do those yeah, there are. I know there are a lot of women who are still uh, outside this industry. You are looking to get in. Uh, those women who are still in university studying, uh, but you are there and you paved the way for them to study. Uh, would you encourage them to come into this uh, male-dominated industry, like you said earlier? Yeah, definitely. Um, you know, one thing that gives me hope every day is just looking at the work that's been done, uh, both at uh, um, not even both, just work uh, from FIFA. Uh, level, CAF level, and locally at PSL level, um, and I think SAFA as well is involved in that in terms of club licensing. Club licensing is not just about the registering of players or the transfer of players, but it it talks about um, a a wide variety of issues in and around football, and that that includes a safe safe and secure event, access control, 
uh, qualified coaches, um, you know, qualified media, uh, media personnel, uh, marketing, and so forth. So football is is a wide, wide uh, industry. It, it doesn't end with the players on the on the on the on the football pitch, but there's so many avenues that you can look at, and 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 because of club licensing, where it, it's a requirement that people should be qualified to do the jobs that they're doing, mm-hmm. it, it uh, eliminates issues of uh, of um, uh, gender uh, problems because you go there on your own merit as mm-hmm. a qualified person. And that's been my understanding and that's been my experience as well. That's why I'm grateful that, you know, I went to varsity first before I pursued uh, um, a career in, in football. And that's, that's helping me immensely. So, yes, to answer you, I would, unca- I would encourage girls out there to go, uh, to go into football. But before you do that, have a proper basis. Uh, make sure that you're properly qualified. Um, and and that's, uh, that's what uh, um, club licensing is seeking to do in terms of football, to transform football and, and ensure that we have qualified people that are running this beautiful game of ours that you love. Um, and, and you can you can only grow for that, for, from that. Mm, yeah, so some, yes, one last time before I let you go. So I'm saying, um, personally, how do you stay motivated in all this industry? The one thing that keeps me going is just passion for my team. Mm. Um, I love football. Uh, I support Liverpool, sure. which I'm hoping will take the league. Mm. Uh, and in Syria, my team is not doing too well, Juventus. I don't want to talk about La Liga because uh, I'm a Real Madrid fan. Uh, Bundesliga, I love uh, I love Bayern Munich. Mm. So, you know, uh, football is, is, is an international sport. It's an all-encompassing sport that I love uh, very much. But for me to have an opportunity to serve a club like Orlando Pirates and be part of the action and, you know, go on the roller coaster ride, be with the team, be with the players, um, feel the emotions, whether it's a win or a lose. Uh, to be part of that is something magical and it's something priceless and it's something that I'll take with me, you know, forever. Uh, and I also think that's a huge achievement on its own to be part of the club and to grow with the club and to see from where from, from when I, I started and the opportunities that keep on coming because you work for a brand that uh, pushes for excellence, that thrives on being the best and always um, endeavors to be better than what they currently are. So there's a synergy in what Orlando Pirates stands for and the industry that I'm in currently and, and just world football and where I want to go. So yeah, I want to go. I want to get as many opportunities I can, as I can. Football is about learning. You never stop learning in football. There's always an educate a, a lesson uh, that educates you and and makes you a better person. And uh, for as long as you're willing to learn and you're willing to take the lessons when, when they come, whether they're positive or they humble you, it doesn't matter. But the key thing is to continue learning and continue to grow. Sister Andy, I have a bottle of champagne, Siswam, and hopefully uh, that all your three teams, your local team here at home, they are also fighting for the league. Your team in England, Liverpool, they are fighting for the league. Also in Germany, your Bayern Munich, they are also fighting for the league. Hopefully all three of them will win this league and I will give you your bottle of champagne. Otherwise, thank you so much, CC, for your time. We really appreciate it and good luck in your next two uh, fixtures against two, um, the two cities in Cape Town and in Polokwane. See you on, over the weekend. Thank you so much, yeah, thank you. But I'm a, I'm a superstitious person. I don't like tempting God. So I will not uh, ask for any of the overseas teams. I'll be happy if my team locally, Orlando Pirates, clinches the league. Mm. Then I'll be happy.
So sad. And what's going on this for your time? And go see the bullet. Thank you. And on the line right now, we have former league winner with Derry City in the League of Ireland. The only man that I know of who has had his own fan club in his playing days in Ireland. Coach Owen Dagama, good afternoon and welcome to the big issue on Sokala Duma Radio. Uh, good afternoon and uh, thank you for having me on your show. Coach, a whole fan club. You are quite a star in Ireland. Not many people go to um, uh, in Europe and get the, um, uh, uh, regardless of the standard of the league, but not many people go to Europe and win league titles, but you did it. Does your fan club still exist, coach? Uh, I'm sure it still exists. I still get a few <laughs> letters here and there. Sure. But I'm sure they've, they've grown up now and they've uh, moved on to other things. But yeah, it was a, it was a great honor and a great privilege to, to be in a country where you don't know anybody and uh, you know the amount of love that you got for them was, from them was just uh, unbelievable. Coach, talking about um, going into a country where you don't know anyone, um, we've seen um, recently and even, uh, let's say, in the last 10 years where our players are moving from the Premier Soccer League uh, to go and play in Europe, but many of them don't even finish a season. Some don't even last for two seasons. They come back. What motivated you, coach, to stay in Ireland and play and become even a top goal scorer and even win a league title in the league? Yeah, I think it's it's all to do with the mindset. You know, the mindset, what you tell yourself. Uh, I mean, uh, it's not easy when you go over there. It's very, very hard. I mean, uh, I started in Belgium first before I went to, to Ireland. Sure. And number one, the weather uh, is totally different to our weather. Uh it rains a lot. It gets very, very, very cold. Um, so you've got to be mentally very, very strong to go and just put all these elements aside and say that I'm here to play football. I'm here to, to, to do my best for myself and for my family. And I'm not going to give up. I'm not going to give up. And I'm going to try and adapt to uh, the way they play and the way they look at football. Um, you must adapt, uh, adapt and, and see it the way they see it. Because if you come with your own, own mentality there and say, this is how I play football, sure. then uh, it's going to be difficult. You've got to adapt to the type of football that they play. Uh, so for me, it was all about determination. I was determined to make it there. Wow. wow. Coach, as someone who played in Europe for a while, you came back um, to play in SA for the beautiful birds, Moraga Swallows. How would you say your career was in SA as compared to there in Europe? You're in Europe and here in SA. Oh, well, for me, uh, in Europe, you've got a lot of support. Eh? A lot of support structures. There are a lot of possibilities. Uh, you play with players that come from various parts of the world that are really, really uh, top quality players. Mm. Um, in South Africa, you play with local players, some uh, foreign players. But still, it's, it's a different kind of game. It's a different kind of mentality, you know. I just found uh, the Europeans much more, much more uh, professional in their approaches and the way they do things and uh, the extra work they put, uh, they put in and the way they handle themselves. So, you know, um, like for example, in South Africa, a player will come to, to training yeah. and as soon as training is done, he flies. He's like, he just can't get, wait to get away, you know. Whereas in Europe, the player will, will, will train. Sure. He'll have something to eat. 
and he'll hang around for the afternoon and he'll try and do a little bit extra by himself. He'll ask questions. He'll go to the uh, video analysis people and he'll want all his stuff so that he could also study it. So, yes, the, 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 the level of professional in, in the, the level of professionalism in Europe is much, much more stronger and higher. But coach, um, why, why would you would you say um, um, the standard of uh, of playing and the standard of professionalism in Europe is much better than here in SA? What do you think is the cause of all of that? Uh, do you think our players are not educated enough with, the, with when it comes to football, or is it a, a, a matter of doing? The, uh, is it a, a, a to do with the passion and, and and stuff as compared to players who are playing in Europe? No, I think it starts with the clubs, with the football clubs. I mean, the clubs, if they can have a situation where uh, the infrastructure, uh, the environment is conducive for players to, 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 to work harder and to spend more time at training, um, then uh, it, it will be, they, they'll, they'll build a, a natural, normal culture of doing that. But now, if there are no TVs, And, and lounges for the players to relax, um, some extramural activities like darts or pin, pinball or whatever you call it, sure. for the players to enjoy. Then, then I mean, what do the players do? They just uh, get into their cars and they leave. So I definitely think it's got to be with, it's got to do with the environment for the players. You know, um, a good environment where they can come and analyze the games and spend time. And know each other, and relax, and even sleep. Yeah, training. There's nothing wrong with it. Mm. So I just, I just think it, uh, it, if you see how the, uh, you know, the rugby guys do it, it's almost like a full-time job. They come in at seven o'clock and they leave at five. But the environment, it's conducive. The environment is makes it possible for them to to be able to stay much more longer and do much more things. Wow. Coach, you, you, you are talking more about the environment and I've picked up a lot as you are continuing to speak. Um, what would you say was the right time to play in your football career? Uh, would you say it was right for you to play back in the day or would you have preferred to play in this era of uh, the players which you are currently coaching? Oh, obviously I'd prefer to play in this era. <laughs> I think... Uh, <laughs> There's much more money. Um, the, the standard of football, I think, it's, it's much more professional. Sure. Uh, it's not part-time, it's full-time. I think the coaches are better equipped now. Um, and I, I definitely believe there are many more opportunities for players to, to grow and, and become better players now. Yeah, coach. I think um, that should be all for now. But uh, coach, you know that uh, there is nothing uh, called perfect. The only thing that is perfect is the word perfect. Otherwise, when you're talking about a, a situation <laughs> or an environment that is perfect, there is nothing that is perfect. But in you're this right. league, the Premier Soccer League, what would you change about our SA football so that you can see, so that you can our players can also improve their standard of playing, uh, their standard of commitment, and their passion for the game. I think not from the league side, but from the club side, as I said, to create environments where the players can do more and uh, and, and and push harder and do extra things. 
um, and and spend more time at at uh, at soccer. You know, uh, it's, they say it's a full time game. Of uh, the players are full time. Uh, I can't understand how they full time when they come at nine o'clock and they leave at eleven o'clock. You know, the uh, uh, clubs should be encouraged to to have a situation where the environment is conducive for players to work more and to do much more than what they're doing. And that will raise the level of uh, and the quality of, of the soccer in our league. And thank you so much, Coach, for your time. And uh, good luck uh, in the next uh, two games. Uh, hopefully, uh, you finish in that uh, position that you spoke about uh, at the beginning of the season. Thank you so much, Coach, for your time. Thank you. Thank you, sir. Thank you. Soccer Duma Radio. All right, there you have it. A big thank you to Dean Furman. He will recommend the league and the country to players playing their trade in Europe to come and play in the PSL, he said. Sis Tandy also sharing us her experience of being in charge of the media department at a huge, huge club like Orlando Paris and also being given an opportunity to liaise for FIFA. We also had a chat with Safu president, which is the South African Players Union, and that is Tulaha Nyohao Shubele. But unfortunately, we ran out of time for today's show. We will release this interview as part two of the big issue tomorrow. Well, that is it from me. I hope you guys enjoy the episode. It is goodbye from me. Soccer Duma Radio. Soccer Duma Radio.